Previously on the Dice of Thunder podcast. I got a 36 to hit Varg. What? Oh my wow. goodness. Oh, with the first beak attack. That's a critical. Okay. This thing's going to strike a third time because yep. it's dumb animal. And hopefully miss. 26. Oh my oh, goodness. Wow. 19, 16, 19. The Thunder Die wants blood. Little nice. did you know, this table was put on an ancient burial ground. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm about to die, die. No. Yeah. What'd you roll? Natty one. <gasps> no! Everyone's like, oh. nice acting, fool. Rolling to attack. Natural 20! Oh, yeah. oh, come on. Kairos extends his little hands out at the Sphinx and says, Ghost pose! <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Luton is going to cast Electric Arc. The Clockwork Sphinx, I need you to describe how you kill it. Really? Yeah. <gasps> what? Dead. what? Yes, yeah. it is dead. <laughs> 13 hit points. Tick, tick. I don't like Does Varg pass this thievery check? Find out says- next week. Now, a new episode of the Dice of Thunder podcast. Hey, Thunder Buddies, welcome to this week's episode of the Dice of Thunder podcast, where my friends role play fictional characters and I get to play the luckiest nerd on earth. Aww. It's true. That's the sweetest darn thing I've every, heard. <laughs> every week, I walk into this recording session with just so much gratitude. I don't think I ever express it enough because. It gets real heavy. This last two weeks oh have been a heavy, mm. like a burden. <laughs> the week between episode 56 and 57, I don't talk to you. <laughs> We're done here. I don't. Well, you kept trying to talk to me about what was happening, and I didn't want to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I wanted to talk about it. No, I didn't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to. I was thinking about it. I didn't want to discuss it with she you. She thought her, her kiki yeah. was going to die. Uh, the emotions that come along with playing this game are real. Yeah. Whether mm-hmm. you're uh, having a good time or having like a tough time. And that to me is the, is the magic of tabletop and Pathfinder is that the, these characters, they have heart, you know, yeah. and they're, when I say lovingly crafted, I mean, the, we've got a year into these, we've got artwork in like two episodes. We'll have had more time with Varg than we have with Balnor, wow. which is, wow. which is crazy. That is crazy. You've already had the same amount of levels with Varg as you've had with Balnor. Hmm. Time flies. Three levels each. Time flies. And time flies, robots die. And we have Ollie <laughs> Bomb out there making these like uh, beautiful scenes and putting so much life into the characters. And we've got all these backstories and, and this narrative. And, and here they are in the middle of this crazy story, this impossible situation, and have to fight a, a clockwork behemoth intense monster mm-hmm. that it's just got one mission, which is, how, how did the command go? It's kill anything that you see. <laughs> that was the command? That was the command. Kind of got a bone to pick with this Kosawana guy. Yeah. Real mm-hmm. simple. Kill anything you see. Puts, wow. That isn't me, basically. Yeah. Puts it on guard out in front and says, kill anything you see that isn't me. And so that's exactly what it does. Yeah. It follows the, mo- the quickest path to kill anything that it can see that isn't Kosawana. Pretty smart. 
right? Mm. Straightforward door guard. Yeah. Does its job. Big dog. Darn near did you guys in. Right. And I'm actually, I'm really proud of us. We, you know, you go back through you audit that episode. There were a little hiccups here and there. I obviously boofed reading all the way through the description on the self-destruct mode. And we're going to resolve that here in a second, but an immediate retcon talk about taking people out of it. So I know that as a listener staying connected and and following along through those moments, um, the only way it happens is because we're all connected to these characters. Right. Right. Well, I think, so I guess let's see how many of them I can kill right now. (laughs) I was going to say, I think you, you pick any other game, like pick monopoly. Oh, sure. I'm always going to pick the boot. But I don't love the boot. Are you emotionally connected to the no, boot? No. If someone else says, I want to play the boot, are you just going to grab yeah. the iron and just play? No, I'm going to grab the top hat. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> I like that's the top a, hat, that, too. That's a good Or the second. little Scotty dog. But here's mm-hmm. the deal. Like, we, you, you're right in saying, like, we put some of ourselves into the character. Like, we put extra time into it. So that's why we really care about him. And I hope that everyone listening feels the same way. That they're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this is happening to these characters. Yeah. Because this is such... An engaging story. You don't get this when I mean it's different when you play like video games that are role playing games. It's obviously different when you play any other type of tabletop game or like board games. Yeah, I mean our listeners have a favorite person on the cast, and then they also have a favorite character, and that those might not line up, you know? Right. Which is super cool. Which I think is great. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah, like, most people love Varg. Down about Jordan. Right. <laughs> Perfect example. <laughs> it's real. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, I think it's great. But just keep it to yourself. <laughs> no, you can say talk about who you like. Just don't talk about who you don't like. Yeah. Write, write us. Tell us which who of do us you, you not don't like. like. <laughs> if you want Scott to not be the way he is, write in. Let us know. We don't have enough. Uh, is there enough RAM on, on Twitter to, salt, to sort through all those comments? Not if it's RAM on PC. Hey. Oh. Hey. We love oh, all, Duval, all computers. So clever. Oh man, I'm a, I'm a quick wit. <laughs> oh, is your char- no? Unfortunately, your character's not nope. within twenty feet not, of the Sphinx. I'm not. That's too bad. Shh. I'll <laughs> tell you who is though. I know everybody else. So should we resolve this? Because we left our <sighs> our Thunder Buddies to. with quite a cliffhanger. This is quite. A cl- We've been having a lot of these epic cliffhangers lately. Every other episode is a cliffhanger, <laughs> <laughs> and one that stresses me out. Now I know why you gave us a cold, like a really soft exit, <laughs> like one or two of those times. Or like, oh, no, now I know rough. why his his cold open was. I just love my friends. I yeah, exactly. We're at the, we <laughs> finally made it through. Now. We got one last mega explosion to get through, <sighs> and then the Sphinx will be in the rearview mirror for most of us and our legs. Um, <laughs> the end of the episode last week was mm-hmm. Varg threw down some dice, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you what the DC is twenty six mm-hmm. DC twenty six thievery check. <laughs> He already said he's untrained. He's trying to disarm this thing with the first action on his on his turn. And I gave him his turn back because his initial gut feeling was to run away, but he didn't know he had the disarm option. Sure. So are you ready to reveal the results of your dice roll, Jordan? <laughs> what did you roll to disable this explosion? That sigh is a, it sounds like a good thing. Can rolled, anyone aid? Yeah, he's relieved, right? <laughs> That's a sigh of relief, right? I rolled a natural two. Oh, oh my God. Oh for, my. for a total of two. <laughs> oh, he's a plus zero. He's untrained. A zero. <laughs> yeah, in thievery. Yeah. Which uh, so doesn't make sense. So the only way to disarm this. But yeah, thievery. A disabled device is a thievery check. Okay. Yeah. The All only right. way to disarm this is with a natural 20. Right. Yeah. It's going so, off. So no. That being said, I'm I'm gonna use my one and only hero point. What to re-roll this roll <gasps> to try to get a natty twenty? Oh, yes. Whoa! Okay, okay, okay. You got like a what one in twenty yes. chance. 
very good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ridiculous. I got oh, I got Jordan's hero card in my hand. I had an extra one there too. Why do you have? Oh, because he just I've, did. He keeps them. He's like Walmart. He just has an overstock. Of, the okay. question is, I'm going to let Brittany decide which die no, I roll. Not, yeah, yeah. No, I think that you roll better out of the four of us rollers here. You roll the best. I don't like this one. Yeah. So that's a no. Agreed. For sure. Hand that one to me. Huh? <laughs> He's going to roll it and roll a night 20 I am, right I'm now. I'm going to roll it. Watch. Oh, I'm scared. Let's go with this one. I want to know so bad. Old orangey. All right. Old orange. Old I'm not going to tell you what I oh, rolled. Yeah, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Okay. All right. Oh, here we go. Me. Whoa. He just threw it like it was nothing. Like there's no stakes. What? How else are you gonna throw a die? <laughs> this is so casual. Uh, here you go. Uh, re-roll, re-roll. What'd you get? Natural eight. Oh <laughs> my god. Better. You gotta think good thoughts. <laughs> you gotta speak to the die. Man. What'd you roll? I rolled a five on that die though. Okay. That it is your die. die. Burning your die, bro. Okay. Terrible he, bought, he bought this die for me. Yeah. Exactly. That's why you shouldn't use it. Exactly. What are you doing? Known. My favorite die is the one he bought me, and I will not roll it anymore. <laughs> Seriously? It, it always rolls terrible, but it's my favorite. They're waiting. He got us all way to die. I got it. He got us all way to <laughs> die. I got you all Norse Foundry die, which notoriously are terrible. They're terrible. Um, what? Really? Mine I'm are giving terrible. you your hero point card back, though, because oh, that you. was heroic. Thank that you. is pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> but the bomb is going to go off. I'm going to turn it in again and Blow re-roll. it up. 6d10, right? 6d10. <laughs> okay. Technically, Varg still has Baby. two actions. So he would have run. I'm going to run and push Kalel out of the way. Wow. Okay. Like like Flash. Well, you're okay. gonna run and stay. Yeah. And yeah. push Kalel no. out of the way. Like yeah. Flash. Seriously? Yeah. Well, you earned that hero point card yeah, I gave you then. Okay. You don't have the many hit points though. But I can be saved. Hmm. I, I mean, think okay. can. Strictly speaking, if my turn was before his explosion, I was gonna do the exact same thing. Okay. Wow. Well. All these heroes. We'll say that you were able to successfully push Kal-El completely out of the way. Okay. Nice. I mean, it's a 20-foot burst around the Sphinx, but um, Kal-El is pushed far enough away. He was on the diagonal anyway. Kal-El, save yourself! <laughs> <laughs> so Varg and Darnayru, I need a reflex save. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Come on. It's okay. It's okay. I rolled a natty one, but... <laughs> Natural cats, 20. Cats you got a 920? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Talk yeah. about being on both sides. If it's a of basic, he takes no damage. <laughs> he takes no damage. No damage. <laughs> Unbelievable. That was great. Oh, wow. That was great. That's that's like dice karma. What? I dice karma. Guess. Yeah. Wow. wow. Incredible. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to use my cat's luck because I every yeah. day yeah, I get that. a chance for that. Hasn't so. used it yet. Yeah. Haven't used it today yet. So using it. Snarf, snarf. Reflex save. I know that Luton and Varg just high five. Yes. It's only a twenty-two. I rolled a natty eight, which a is pretty rough. That's and a I, failure. Okay, you're I'll taking say, the full blast. <gasps> failure is full. Yeah. Here's what sixty ten sounds like. Oh my, oh my god, it's heavy. If I was the one to disarm it, I would get a plus it two. It is heavy. Don't tell me it's heavy, Scott. Your hand is so little. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> I rolled three nines. Oh my oh god. On sixty ten. What? No, I'm sorry. Four nines. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah. that's better. That, oh, that's that, only like that great. already puts me down to dying. Unconscious. Yeah. I rolled 43 damage on the explosion. All right. To everybody who gets hit? It's Except Darnayru and Cockatrice 4. So Cockatrice <laughs> 4 is dead. Who's disintegrated. 
And Darnayru is unconscious and dying. But yeah. you guys are out of initiative. Oh, oh my the gosh. The heroes, the Shum Follow Five, have Shum done it. Shum Follow. Shum Follow. Shum Follow. Incredible. We did it. Um, you guys let Darnayru bleed out, right? No. No. Oh, okay. no I like think I'm sizzling out. <laughs> <laughs> Can, uh, would it be it'd be cool to try a treat wounds first? Darnayru stabilizes on a, uh, you know, it's a cantrip, so, uh, you know, whoever has the cantrip stabilizes Darnayru real quick. Yep. Boom. And Done. hit me with that heal juice um, special magic. <laughs> Ooh, radio magic. Radio I like it. Magic. So here's how it ended up, Thunder Buddies. We used treat wounds. We used eight heal spells. <laughs> everyone's full spell repertoire. And now all of our players are at full hit points. And the uh, only thing left over is Darnayru's wounded one. And now, mm-hmm. since there's no spells left, the only logical option is to take a long rest. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And you guys approached this, the the front of this under the uh was it daytime i remember if i it remember was. correctly was, was you set out from the nectara camp after resting there yeah yep and ended up here gotten one fight and yep. need to rest again so my question to you is you you need to take a minimum of of eight hours to get a long rest in mm-hmm. which you can then pick it right back up and it'll be evening time mm-hmm. um starting you know and continuing your adventure you can wait till the next morning and basically rest for 16 hours you don't get any extra benefit other than it's morning when you go in yeah you can rest out here outside or you can rest inside mm. those are all of your options what do you think what are your guys thoughts it might be worth taking a peek inside to see if it's safe to camp in there uh, would you like me to try to stealthily poke my head in and take a peek? Um, if you'd like. I would like you to do that. I mean, I'm the, just nervous about my rolls, but I'm going to do it. Take a peek. Roll a stealth check. Total of 16. Okay. You enter the Cradle of Quartz. We're here. And the uh, room that you're in is a hexagonal shape. We, d- we described it last week. It's like a beetle. It kind of looks like a beetle. Yeah, it is... Um, Eight squares wide in a, he- in a hexagon. There are two five-foot-wide corridors exiting the top and two five-foot-wide corridors exiting the bottom and a stone throne on the opposite wall from the door, which the Sphinx was sitting in front of hmm. when you guys opened the door originally, which now, which, which feels like it was last year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does. That's at a good point. Where you're at, you don't see anything immediately you notice that there is a pale blue light coming from three locations in this room. There are illuminated globes of quartz mounted on the wall like a sconce. Hmm. And they light up the area. Is it a trap? <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> uh, do I uh, hear anything or smell anything? No. Uh, okay. So it's you pretty- do not hear or smell you know what? Roll a perception check. I should say roll a perception check before I tell you what you hear and smell. Yeah, you should. 16. 16. You do not hear or smell anything. Yeah, I figured. I have to roll like that. <laughs> okay. It is generally very, like, moldy, old kind smell. stale air. Yeah, but with, like, a hint of, like, some kind of decay Yum. in old the people. air. Okay. Yeah, it's old people. <laughs> wow. Uh, so a hint of decay. I would... Step like a, back out the door. Okay. 
and tell everybody I, what I found. This small room. This small room, and it smells kind of old and gross. And when, as he steps outside and says that, you guys freak out because he's been gone for three hours. Whoa! I say we rest outside. Why are you looking Turn at me away. weird? Why were you in there for so long? Where have you been? I was only in there for just a moment. No, you you've been gone, gone for three hours. hours yeah. Do you have a sweet beard now? <laughs> hours, not years. Okay. You already had a sweet beard. <laughs> That's true. Uh, oh my gosh. Oh, this is... We, I don't know if we should wait out here or inside. If it's time goes by different... That's a long time. If I was there for moments and hours went by. Yeah. And we stay in there for eight hours. This is like that movie. Uh, it's like Interstellar. Interstellar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this little maneuver is going to cost us 50 years. <laughs> exactly. It may be safer to wait out here. Yes, let's yeah. rest Otherwise, outside. Yes. Do you guys yes. want to <laughs> test this out anymore? Do we? I'm scared. It's kind of cool. Test it out. What if like somebody else what go if in that, and see it? What if it's just Darnayru? What if somebody else goes in and it's a different amount of time? Uh, who's who's going to go Who in? Volunteers as tribute. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, there are, are also these really tiny windows that if like Luton wanted to poke her head in the window and then come out after a moment and see if she's gone for hours. Which I don't window know. is she going to put her poke? You guys head? are going to send Luton in no, by not, herself not in like, a room that you can't see. No, not like in in, but oh, like poke just your head in. in. Yeah, just like looking in. Can sure. we see through the like? You if can, someone goes in, can we see from the doorway? Can we still see them? Oh, that's a great question. That's a good question. No. <gasps> okay. They seem to shimmer when they shimmer. go inside. Whoa. So that's what oh. that's what you saw with Darnayru was a little bit of a weird shimmer. Okay. Huh. Like a vampire on that one movie series, Twilight. They, sh- they shimmer. They don't mm. die. They hit the sunlight. So, mm-hmm. Varg, you go in? La, la, la. Yeah, go in. Okay, roll, let's see what Roll a perception check. Yeah, it was uh, 16 total. Okay, you do not hear or see anything out of the ordinary. How much time do you spend, do you want to spend looking around? I spend, ooh, gosh, uh, I spend one minute looking at this throne. One oh, minute looking man. at this yeah. throne. Yeah. Okay. So you spend a minute do examining the throne, throne, perceiving the throne. It's nothing out of the ordinary. Okay. There's not, not any particular etchings or anything of any import. Okay. It is not natural. Like, the rest of the cavern looks like it's carved out of quartz, but this is some stone throne that's been added. Okay. So, come back out. What you see with the throne is an intent to add it to this space to signify the entryway, which you believe that it was the Brigites that did this in order to make it more of like a reception area for a temple. I was about to guess. Waiting room. Yeah. Something like (laughs) that. Okay. So, you walk back outside. Yep. And the three of you who stayed outside, it's like he walked and turned right back around. What? Not even a half a second goes by. What? Fark, did you look around? Oh, because... Yeah. Did you even go in? Yeah, I was in there for like a minute, you guys, looking at the chair. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? So was it a nice chair? Uh, I looked, it was made out of stone, and it uh, looked like someone plopped it down there for no reason at all. Maybe to make a nice waiting room. But to your perceptions, it was like, boop, boop. Now we all have to go in. How long did Darnayru stay in there? Oh, I was only in there a moment. Same amount of time. But three hours. Oh, maybe because he's bigger. Maybe being bigger does something. Um, Hmm. Kairos would like to go in now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
I would like to go in now. See what's going on in there. Kairos, you go in. Roll a better perception check. That's going to be a, I want to say 16. It's a 16. No, 14 total. So A 14 total. I'm a winner. And how much time do you want to spend looking around? Five minutes. So you smell the air. You observe the space. You walk around, and uh, you're taking stock of your surroundings, not leaving this room. You go back outside, and it's been exactly five minutes. What? What on earth? What's wrong with you? I don't know. I think we should all hold hands and walk in. <laughs> I'm down for that. How long was Kairos in there? Three minutes? Five, five minutes. minutes. And, and five minutes passed five minutes outside. Five to five minutes. I was in there for one minute. Varg was in there for one minute, and it seemed like an instant. Right. Like a one moment, minute like, to like a moment. Like a half a second. Yeah. Darnayru was in for the same amount of time as Varg, and it, it was like, like three hours had passed. Is there something about Darnayru's background and this like temple? Like psychicness? Yeah, is there something that would keep... I am a medical mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Unconfirmed. <laughs> You're a medical mystery like Doogie Hauser. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, I missed that show. <laughs> okay, Luton wants to go in, too. Oh, okay, so Luton and Cal can, go through I was going to say, can we both go in? Of course. Okay, you guys, I'm going to go in also for one minute to see what happens. Oh, no. All right. I have my kiki. I'll be fine. Uh, roll a perception check. Ooh, 19 on the die. Ooh, okay. Plus 14. Okay. You have a 20, 14 perception. 33. She's a high. Yeah, she has a lot of wisdom. Man. 19 plus 14? Yes. That's 33. 33. Fantastic. So as you spend your minute looking around, what you notice is that the room is adorned in a ton of like smaller quartz crystals. So what it appeared to the other three is though it, the chamber was carved just right out of quartz. You can see that there actually are several quartz that are like adorning the walls decoratively in like a beautiful swirling pattern, like a gear work pattern. Ooh, okay. Okay. Very symbolic of the Brigite faith. Okay. You go around to the chair, the stone dais, and you seek in that area and notice that one of the nearby quartz lanterns by the chair uh, is loose and can be rotated. As you investigate this and turn that sconce, you hear a soft stone grinding on stone noise. As a secret door... Excuse me, Luton would not turn the sconce. <laughs> as a secret door appears behind the stone throne. Oh, Zelda. Oh. I can't tell who did that with me, but I loved it. It was me. Yeah, we nailed that. You nailed it perfect. Revealing a little 10 by 10 room tucked away hidden behind the throne. A dusty square chamber. There's a single stone chest and a large leather-bound book on a makeshift wooden desk in this antechamber. It's the Necronomicon. (laughs) (laughs) Bound in human flesh. Put it back. Put it back. Put it back. With a face. You said the words exactly correct. (laughs) Klaatu. (laughs) Verata. Excuse me. Yeah, more or less. (laughs) It's a solid Bruce Campbell. Oh. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> Shop smart. Shop, Shop S smart. <laughs> That's my favorite movie growing it's up. We used to watch still it one of my weekly. Favorites. Oh my gosh. At Goonies? 
Yeah. What? So, so what do you want to do? <laughs> no. <laughs> Gross. I'm hilarious. Okay, so I I exit back out the door. Do you take the book with you? No. Okay. I didn't even turn the sconce, so. <laughs> you did. It was a safe way to do it. Um, it was okay. the only way to reveal the secret door. You okay. exit back outside. You go back outside to join your companions, and they all, for the briefest moment to you, appear as they are aged by a hundred years. <gasps> Frail, old, decrepit, and withering away. Oh like they've gosh. been standing there waiting for you for a century. We've what? Been standing here waiting on you. <laughs> but you know, but my voice didn't for change at all for a second. <laughs> it, it's it's almost like it was a trick of the eyes. And oh my goodness, when you walk outside, they see the same thing. Your face, oh my gosh, wrinkled and shriveled and. You look like a little, a tiny little bug. This is ancient, frail. Yeah. (laughs) Raisin with wings. (laughs) It's funny that you mention the wings. Uh Uh-oh. What? Because her wings, for that moment, are resplendent. (gasps) Whoa. Gorgeous, beautiful, and twice their normal size. What? She's a butterfly. But just for a second. Yeah. It's like maybe... Maybe you didn't see that. Maybe it was a shimmery illusion yeah, as she like, crossed the threshold of the Cradle of Quartz. Like impact Benjamin Button yeah. disorder. Mm. Like a snap Benjamin. Hmm. Instant yeah. instant button. Instant button. Hmm. Boom button. But no no time difference. So it was the she same was, amount of time she was Same gone. amount of time she was inside. What same amount of time her? you guys were outside. Did anybody else... Uh, see something weird you guys looked old i mean i'm sure i looked fabulous old but that's still odd yeah. you a aged single, like a fine wine like, he's got one just, tooth he's, left he's, no, he's, he looks exactly the same he's yeah. just got a stripe of gray yeah. fur oh okay. yeah just he ages stripe. like antonio banderas and i yeah. don't i don't yeah. run very often i like to lay around <laughs> Whoa. same diet as tom brady yeah. <laughs> spice it's this spice when oh. I was in there, I found a secret chamber. How'd you open it? Was it a chamber of secrets? There was a sconce <laughs> that I would not have turned. <laughs> but I if did. If you were in any danger, <laughs> God. Uh, it opened into a tiny room. There was a book inside and a chest. I didn't open it. I didn't hmm. touch it. Well, do you guys want to risk staying in that little room? I know it's weird. There seems I mean, to be no consistency. I, I feel like they wouldn't do that. They have no understanding of what is happening. I guess I feel pretty safe outside and because, yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good point. I feel like they would, well, Vargo would just say that. I, I feel it'd be best to camp outside for the night just to, to be safe. We don't know enough about this room. Keep in mind, we, we still have that little halfling on our tail. Yeah, I, you're right. We need to sleep outside, not inside, where it's dangerous and time exactly in weird ways. What do we got to do? Their GM to sleep outside. Well, uh, you would need to establish a camp. Okay. So uh, you guys can pick where you want that to be. Uh, we can go through the you know, camp rules, and essentially, you just—it's kind of like what we did a couple episodes ago, where you yeah. you'll set a watch and and stay alert, and if you hide well enough, then you don't have a random encounter type of a thing. Um, well, do you, is there anything you guys can think of to hide us? I mean, we I don't, don't really have much. Well, we can we can roll. A, that's mechanically, we just have a stealth check, figure all that out. So, okay. is that what you guys want to do right now? Is sleep, restore your spells? As far as I know, everybody's 
full. Uh, Darnayru has a wound. I'll lose that if if I rest for ten minutes. You're only wounded one, right? Correct. You have to rest for more than ten minutes, I think, is to lose a wound. Lose the wounded condition? Yeah, it says wounded one. It just says the wounded condition ends if someone successfully restores hit points to you with treat wounds, or if you're restored to full hit points and rest for ten minutes. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. Well, Dope. I didn't know that. That's a phenomenal thing to know. My my thought <laughs> my thought was uh, to set up camp on the the northeast corner of the entryway. Here. And you don't even have to set up camp on the map here. It can, oh, oh, okay. So that's going to be it's more an imaginary. Yeah. Camp. It, well, we okay. technically we go into downtime mode with okay. that, and so it is more of like a uh, loading screen. Oh, okay. <laughs> type right. of a yeah. thing if you're playing a video game, right? So, if is anything else that you want to do right now before you rest? Maybe, maybe it would be a good idea to. <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. Okay, just go with me. <laughs> what if we ran in really fast and grabbed just that book and then ran out? Because then we could check out the. I feel like the book has stuff in it that will help us understand what the heck is going on. Maybe. Maybe yes, it's a maybe. Well, hey, I'm not getting get greedy. I don't want to open the chest too. <laughs> I I could no. go for some light reading to put myself to sleep. <laughs> Who's going to go in? Because Varg's our reader. I when, think Varg. Okay. I think either. Myself or you, because I, th- I think Kairos and I, or Kairos and Barg, not too much time passed. Kairos was the five only... minutes to five minutes. Yeah. And it was an instant. For you Barg was you were one instant. minute. Okay. Why don't we go together? That's what I think should happen. We should hold hands, like I said earlier. All of us? All of us should hold hands. Like the Mighty Ducks at the end of the movie? <laughs> yes. The, the flying me! me. <laughs> quack, 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 quack. That's the wrong chant in this podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think we should Um, all do it together in case anything did happen. I mean, yeah, we haven't tested that out yet with all of us. We've only gone in individually. And so so far, it has been safe, quote unquote, (laughs) for each of us that have gone in. But I'm afraid because when Luton came out, everyone looks like 100 Mm, years old or whatever. Yeah, for a moment. If we die, let's die together. Here's what I want (laughs) to do. Um, I want to. I don't know if any of us have like a pocket watch, hmm. um, but maybe we could put like some food on the ground outside, just to, like an idea, uh, an idea of how much time passes. Varg has a there. pocket watch. He's Perfect. an inventor. Absolutely. Yeah, he's an inventor. I, I think this is a genius. I would think Varg idea. would okay. totally have a park, pocket watch. Okay, so Varg would say, uh, "I want to test this out. Let's leave my pocket watch on the step here. Check the time. Okay, got it. I have also <laughs> leave it on <laughs> well, the step." When we come back, we'll have an idea of Luton, how do much you, time has passed. Do you have any more uh, uh, protector tree or plant things you could plant that turn into a normal plant? How many more times can I say plant in a <laughs> sentence? Uh, I, I don't can. know. Do you? Do you have protector tree Do you have one left? Plant? I can't remember. I think you probably do. I do. Because then we could see how much it grew because it turns into a normal like plant. Yeah, after 10 minutes, it turns into a regular tree. Okay. I can throw down a tree. And then we can check the time on the watch. Yeah. Hey, cool. ideas, man. Good luck, GM. Figure this one out. <laughs> <laughs> Barg's pocket watch has the date too. Yeah, it's digital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Perfect. I, I have no service out here, though. <laughs> a, a relic that would be worth, you know, twenty five thousand gold pieces to the Brigite priesthood. He's just got it on his watch. He's just hanging uh, on to it. A quartz uh, crystal watch. Yeah. <laughs> sure. So uh, let's do it. You guys all follow the yellow brick road. Hold hands. Follow the yeah. yellow brick road. Go inside the cradle of quartz. But very fast, right? Are we all in agreement to like do this fast? Are you you're planting yeah, the tetra sure. tree? Yeah. So Luton says, "Grow forth." And then and you it. hang the pocket watch on the tree. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
Very good. So there's a there's a tree outside the cradle of quartz now, and you hold hands and you skip inside. <laughs> okay. And as you get inside, all of you have a, another chance to look around. And just to remind Gail of this room, it's a hexagonal-shaped room, uh, eight squares wide by eight squares tall. And on the and the entrance to the cradle courts is on the west side of that room. The throne is on the east side of the room. And behind the throne is a small two-by-two room that slid out from a secret door. The four of you and Kal-El enter. Luton shows you where the door is. And then you enter that little antechamber. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, whoever it is that goes in there can see there's a little writing desk, a small stone chest, and then this leather-bound journal. So you grab the journal. Should we really quickly... Who uh, grabs the journal? Should I check it for traps and then maybe check it for magic? Um, you, yes uh, and yes. Detect, suggest. detect magic. The chest detects um, with very strong auras of magic. Okay. The leather-bound journal does not. Okay, so no magic. Can I just see if the journal... Because our only goal is to grab the journal, not to get greedy with the chest yet. Yep. I'm curious if the chest does something when we pick up the journal, because it's magic. I think there's a magical item inside it. That's okay. what I think. Can we take the chest, too? Can we... Yes. Bo- All right. Oh, Bart's like- going to grab the chest. <laughs> You're not going to change the traps? Like, that's what I'm oh, here I for. You, I thought you were just doing that. Uh, well, roll don't a grab perception it yet. Check. Okay, roll it first. Do, yeah. do I roll a perception or thievery well, for checking so for traps? Oh, you're here, right. Technically, doing this puts you in exploration mode, and I would need Varg and Kairos to roll to detect traps, because they are uh, your... Because I'm not detecting. Because Greg has stated. Unless you want to waive your right no, to roll I like being stealthy. stealth no, for initiative. Okay. And then I can, if they find one, I can try to disarm it, right? That's correct. Okay. This is thievery? Uh, no, perception. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. 18 total. 29 total. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Nice. Two nine. 29. Kairos, you feel as though the room is safe. <laughs> the secret was the secret door, which Luton figured out with her 29 from 30, a uh, few minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> or 33. Or, yeah, it was 33. So you go in, you pick up the tome, Varg picks up the chest, nothing bad happens. Wow. Good. And you leave the room. And as you're walking out the room, you hear a noise. This is what you hear. Again? Isn't that the noise the Sphinx made? No. No, that is not the Sphinx. The clicking. We've we need to get before, out of here. Though. No, we haven't. What? I don't like this sound. Um, we need to get out of here. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Be feet. Be feet. So you guys beat, beat feet and run away. Fast. Yep. You go outside, and as you exit the threshold of the Cradle of Quartz together, you see the tree. Yeah. And all at once, the temporal shockwave that you can see the ripples of time moving away from you as you plow through the the doorway and and out into the open desert air. And as this shockwave ripple moves away from you, it hits the, the tree, and it crosses over this protector tree and all at once you see the leaves turn and fall but then as the wave passes over the leaves regrow and sprout anew Whoa. and so this time ripple affects one season of the tree whoa but it came out of us it came out of the the doorway i mean oh, it, the doorway okay it sort of out. looks like it comes out from you guys but it it's like it spills out from your own from like if you were running out of a pool 
Yeah. Right? You would splash the water and create ripples in a lake or something like if you were running out of a lake. That's that's the effect that it looks like. Whoa. But it's this shimmery, timey, wimey, flippy, <laughs> floppy thing, right? Hmm. And as it hits the tree, you see the, this ripple of time affect the tree, and it sends the tree through one whole season. So Whoa. one year? That's what affected the tree. Right. And you what go does the clock say? And you look at the pocket watch, and it's unchanged. Whoa. <gasps> so does that mean that it went through exactly to the minute, to one the second? year of time? Or was it unaffected? Maybe the seasons change, but times don't. Maybe mechanical things aren't was, affected, only natural are. That was my next thought, yeah. Is there anything different Which, outside? No. There's not more accumulation of like dirt on the step that's noticeable or anything nope, like that. Not it even looks exactly up against the, the bottom of the tree. Okay. Weird. <laughs> Do we hear any more growling? Unhelpful. Nope, you don't hear any more growling outside. Okay. Don't say unhelpful, say mysterious. Well, let's look at <laughs> Mysterious. <laughs> Should we nice. uh, rest before we look at this book and chest? That's up to you guys. No idea I think we should happen. rest yeah. first. Yeah. Now Let's that we have this stuff, I feel better. Unless you want me to try to open the chest if it's locked before. Up to you. So going uh, into downtime mode, I'll tell you right now, the chest is not locked. Oh, so we can just straight up open it. Yeah. I'm just thinking... Do you want to know what's inside it before you sleep? That's it's the question. There's a spirit in there. Yeah. There's well, a magical thing we? in there. I kind of do, because wanna... if something jumps out and we need to deal with it, we can heal, maybe. Okay. So you, <laughs> yeah, you crack open the stone chest. Yeah. There's an assorted amount of treasures in here. Um, Kairos, roll a religion check. 17 total. 17 total. Anybody else got a religion check thing? I know Kairos is the one that has it trained, but apparently his dice doesn't roll over a five. <laughs> a seven. I have a plus four. I can try. Mine's a zero. Roll a narrative uh, religion check. I'm gonna roll. <laughs> I'm gonna roll a religion check. Eighteen total. Okay. Well, the two of you together guess that this is probably tithings of different Brigite pilgrims that have visited this place. But the chest looks like it hasn't been touched in a hundred years. Whoa. Hmm. So. Uh, it's there's a layer of dust on the inside of the of the chest from the effects of time, but you do find about 450 gold pieces worth what? of yeah. assorted gems, gold coins, and treasures. Yeah, 450. Are we allowed to take that? Sorry, not sorry, Bree. <laughs> Should we? I, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna take this. this. Yeah, we're gonna take it. Feels wrong. But wait, there's more. There's more. <laughs> She's not my deity. <laughs> you pull out the two magical items that are giving off an aura. The first one is something called a winder's ring, another special item to the Outlaws of Elkenstar campaign. I will read you the contents here Yeah. from page 79 of the Player Adventure Path Guide, whatever it's called. <laughs> Chunga's cousin. This ring contains dozens of minute interlocking bronze gears that buzz incessantly. The ring grants you a plus one item bonus to all crafting checks used to construct or repair clockwork. Whoa. Whoa. That's cool. Right? Once per day, the winder's ring can transform into a clockwork spy. What? 
the little uh, yeah. golden snitch thing that yeah. rags you guys out. Oh, yep. I know all about snitches. You can do that once a day. It can do that once a day. It has. That's it so doesn't cool. require winding and obeys your spoken commands for up to one hour. In this form, the winder's ring has the minion trait. You can nice. use this action again to return the clockwork spy into ring form as long as you are adjacent to it. I think. Varg should just have that. If the Clockwork Spy is slain, it reverts into its ring shape and then can't be activated again for one week. There's a secondary activation effect as well. This thing just keeps getting better the more that I read about it. Okay. Hey. <laughs> I, I don't even want to read this. <laughs> the Winder's Ring, upon activation of its secondary effect, extends a winding key that can fit any clockwork contraption. Let's go. Allowing what? you to fully wind a clockwork device or creature in half the usual time. Whoa. Like sweep up? Like sweep up. Gross. Or literally <laughs> any other. Like a clockwork literally. sphinx. Any other. And Liter- you get to literally. give it the, the, the commands? Glitterally. That's amazing. Glitterally. It's the master key when, <laughs> for all clockwork. It, it is. is. When you activate a winder's ring in this way, you must attempt a DC 16 flat check, which is a 75% failure chance, right? On a failure, the ring exhausts itself, and you cannot activate it again until the next time you make your daily preparations. However, you still get the effect. It still happens. Nice. And that one does not have a cooldown. Hey. So the, the cool. turning it into a spy has a cooldown, but using it as a wind-up key does not have a cooldown. How about that for a piece that's of amazing? That's pretty cool. Do you, who wants that? I'm, Everybody's pointing to Varg. Yeah. 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 All right. I have the so, highest craft. Yeah. So. Winder's Ring. It should be there in magical items in Hero Labs. Magical items. <laughs> yep. Put it on, Varg. So that's pretty cool. The second, that was the first item. Yeah. You always save the best for last, right? Of course. This is this is one you guys are going to want to like go out into the yard and wrestle over, I think. It is a clear quartz octagon aeon stone. <gasps> An aeon what? stone? I've always what wanted one of those. Yeah. Clear quartz octagon aeon stone. I got to look it up specifically, but they're pretty dope. A clear quartz octagon aeon stone. This is a level four item. Aeon stones, first of all, they're magical items that orbit your head and circle around your head. Yes. Like a power stone once you invest in the thing. Like the monk's helmet. Yeah. They also grant you a uh, resonant power when they're slotted into a wayfinder. And a wayfinder is like a, uh, a the Pathfinder Societies hand them out. But you can get them too. They're like uh, kind of like a magic compass. This clear quartz stone appears to have been smashed and then repaired by pouring molten copper into the cracks and fitting the shards back together using the copper as some sort of mortar. When a non-magical item in your possession with a value of 90 gold or less and a bulk of one or less would become broken, this Aeon Stone automatically activates, preventing the item from breaking by restoring the item's current hit points to the maximum hit points. The stone then turns permanently into a dull gray Aeon Stone. The resonant power, when invested into a Wayfinder, allows you to cast Mending as an innate spell once per day, which is the item repair spell. Now, to the Shumfollow 5, maybe this isn't that big of a deal, because none of you use a shield. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. If you use a shield, that is a phenomenal piece of gear. But being that it's a level 4 Aeon Stone worth 90 gold, I'm looking through the Aeon Stone list here, and there's more than one... So this is subject to the rule of Wakanda. In the different Aeon Stone areas? Right. That'd be cool. Hmm. What do we got? The one that is really interesting is the, um, I think, is the Polished Pebble. 
which is one level lower, but it grants you a plus one bonus to your fortitude saves, which is a big deal, and any attempt to grapple or swallow you. And the resonant power allows you to cast grease once per day. So that's one option. And then the azure briolette, which I'm probably saying wrong. I don't know which word of the, which of those two words I'm saying wrong. Probably both of them. <laughs> I think the only second one. This one, hang on to your furry pants there, Darnayru. I know. I'm reading it. An enemy fails a save against a mental spell that you cast using one of your spell slots. The effect is you gain temporary hit points equal to the spell's level until your next turn. So it's a reaction. Yep. So if somebody fails one of Darnayru's spell attacks, he then can get temporary hit points added to himself twice the spell's level. For the record, I don't think that's ever happened yet. Oh, I've failed some of your mental attacks. Your constructs who didn't even have to roll it? No, I, I'm pretty sure that... Well, maybe not. I don't, I don't think it's the mental <laughs> ones, dude. <laughs> I, thought, I thought for sure I failed some of your mental attacks, but does haste and slow have the mental trait? No, no. they don't, right? Okay. No, they're like time-bending. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Well, there you go. So there's a couple of really cool Aeon Stones, and if you want to just sell it, it's worth 45 gold pieces if you sell it, or it's worth a you know 90 gold piece level 4 item if you had your eyes on one. Uh, I don't think that any of you do. But we're getting into the point of this game where equipment is starting to matter mm-hmm. to you, the build of the character. Sure seems like it. Yeah, and uh, once you get to, you, know, you guys are level 6, and so you can craft up to level 6 stuff without any any help, but getting 450 gold pieces, a 450 gold cost item can be anywhere between like level 3 to uh, level 8. Right. That's in, a big deal. In item level. Good grief. And in Alkenstar, you can certainly find that stuff available to purchase. If we ever get back. Right. <laughs> we got to get back first. I mean, looking through all these Aeon stones, I think the one that makes, if we were to take one, probably would be the polished pebble, but I'm almost leaning towards maybe we should just sell it for an extra 45 gold. What do you guys think? If you can't find a use for one, then I'm fine with selling it. It'll be an extra 45 gold. We can definitely use that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What do you think, Brittany? I don't think there's anything that... I would use it for. I'm okay with selling it or hanging on to it for now and deciding that later. Okay. I think I want it. Yeah? Oh, okay. Cool. No, I'm not going to do that. Oh, <laughs> we can, we, we <laughs> can sell right. it. cha The real treasure, of course, is this journal. Yes. Yes. This leather-bound book. Mm-hmm. Tell us all of your secrets. So as book. you guys, I imagine this happens like as you guys set up camp. Oh, let's let's set up camp really quick. Can I get a stealth check and from one person and anyone can aid? I'll aid. Please aid your stealth check. I think it's going to be Greg. Greg got a four on the die. I can Does tell by his help? face. I oh, got five. A, <laughs> That's close. I got a nineteen total. Wait, do eight? Nope. One aid from Brittany. Eight doesn't change to fifteen yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tune in next week, Dice of Thunder. Is Varg aiding this? No, he he did I not aid it. Okay, so then we got a twenty total. Twenty total. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I need a survival check from one person, and anybody can aid. Since Just, I rolled the stealth, am I allowed I mean, to try to aid? It's yeah. up to you. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. To try to aid, yes. Yeah. Who, so what's everybody's survival? Oh, my God. Plus four. Plus four. Minus one. Minus Untrained plus two. Mine was trained. Plus eight total. Okay. Then I'm then technically metagaming, Greg is the better survivalist. And really? Yeah. No one else is trained in it. But I can't roll both, can I? Why not? If you're saying I can roll both, then I'm, I'm going to roll both. I'm saying you can roll both. You, you, I'll aid. Who's aiding? Aid. Aid for 22. Oh, yep. That's hey. an aid. Plus one to this roll. Varg. Varg. Ho, oh, ho. <laughs> I can, uh, look I, at my mechanical toe. <laughs> <laughs> what can I aid with? I, Survival? Yeah. No, I, I have a minus one. Oh. 
Can't roll I mean, 20s I, if you don't I, roll survival, dice. we're still on that? I rolled that a long time ago. <laughs> oh like my 15 gosh. Total. Okay. 15 oh, total. Okay. I thought I said that. No. Oh, okay. You thought it. There are four of us here who did not hear it. Whatever. I was thinking of names for my little spy ring. Yeah. Only 15. Okay. Um, think of names for your axe before you think of names. For the right, yeah, so you're unable to really scavenge any sustenance from the surrounding areas. So it looks like it's battle chicken on the menu Ooh. during uh, you guys camp. Chicken nuggets <laughs> left over. Roasted battle chicken. Lots of bones. <laughs> Roasted battle chicken. We well, probably shouldn't eat that. Makes you guys feel a little <laughs> stiff, you know? Yeah. Um, like all the legs. <laughs> otherwise, tastes like chicken. <laughs> so you set up camp for the night. Uh, do you want to be right up next to the cradle quartz, or do you want to be away from it? That's the last thing I need to know. I think we should be off to the side of the doors, like, tucked in the corner there. But, like, close enough to the door that you're on the map? Close enough to the door that we're on the map. That's my vote. What within, do you guys within think? Within 50 feet of the door? Uh, agreed. Like, on the porch? Definitely. I feel like since you're saying it like that, we should go around the corner. I just need to set the scene in my in my <laughs> brainscape here, in the imagination uh-huh. dungeon. Uh-huh. <laughs> There are windows around the side, so I was trying not to sleep in front of a window. And right where we're at, there is no windows. And when you look inside those windows, there's nothing in there other than darkness. You guys can see a little bit more because of how the lighting effects work on Roll20, but... I'm I'm more concerned about something seeing us from inside. Yeah, you hear some old man on the inside. (laughs) There's kids staying on my lawn. (laughs) Get off of my porch! It's old man Withers from the Haunted Amusement Park. You set up camp. (laughs) Curse you, kids! <laughs> I pooped in a bag. Who's got the lighter? I would have got away with it if it wasn't for you, kids. <laughs> and that dog. You crack open the journal, and it says... Yeah. <laughs> the Diary of the Shrine Skelm Droxolos. Whoa, 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 Name. That name. Why do I know that I name? Why do you know that name? Why do you know that name? It's on my notes somewhere. Frantically checking their notes. Droxelox sounds Dro- like. Droxelos. Sounds like. Uh, Wasn't he the guy? He was the bad guy 100 years ago. Yeah. Heresy. Oh, he's a heresy. The, Con- the concurrent Droxelos heresy. Droxelox the heretic. Yes. Oh, good note taking, boys. Yeah. And what you are reading now in this journal is lining up with that story that the primary cog. What was her name again? Athenth Yanalir told you. That's right. Athenth. 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 The high clock mother. It might be a tenth, because that makes... I think it's a tenth. Like, from a mathematical... Yeah. I I'll think have that's to what I suggested a long time ask, ago, and you said no. The people who run Paizo, you know, they're they're in charge of a tenth Helena Yanalir. Because <laughs> she's like a... Uh, she's a transcendent NPC that exists in the greater, like, mythos of... Oh, this is Galarian. a Galarian. Okay. Yeah. And she runs the she runs the priesthood in in Alkenstar, So any Alkenstar lore talks about her. God, mm-hmm. so when you when you read Impossible Lands, she's mm-hmm. in in there. And when you read Guns and Gears, she's in there. And of course, she's in the Adventure Path as well. Oh my gosh, this is Drock Solos's journal, though. So she recalls a story that she was told that was in probably one of those you know rescinded uh, versions, one of the back versions of mm-hmm. the of the Brigite book. Do you, does anybody remember what it was called? The, the, br- the Brigite Holy Book? It was called the... The Clock Bible. <laughs> no, <it> definitely wasn't <laughs> that. pretty much what it, The Logic of Design. Yeah, there you go. Dang it. Close. So a previous version of The Logic of Design had entries about the Cradle of Quartz in it. And that was what she... She told you about that after deciphering Kosawana's clue that was inside that clock that had 13 
ordinals or 13 like time positions which doesn't make any sense well the last thing that it says under the journal of droxelos the shrine skelm it says the 13th ordinal (gasps) and so you you learn that that he was referred to as the 13th ordinal dude this thing is worth so much money and so he was a uh, prophet who claimed that the Cradle of Quartz could be used not to just observe, but actually travel through time. (gasps) Time travel. To many in the church, such a concept was not only unbelievable, but antithetical to many of the precepts held sacred in the Brigite mainstream religion. So before the 13th Ordinal's radical ideas could gain any purchase in the minds of susceptible followers, the Temple of Brig branded these fringe beliefs the concurrent heresy. Mm -hmm. And anyone who followed that was then labeled a heretic. Mm. Okay. So, putting all this stuff together, you now have a question of, like, well, why why would Kosa want to pursue this? Right. Mm -hmm. So, think back to, do you remember Usavu, the little green-haired gnome who Mm -hmm. said that he was on a mission to undo what Gattleby had done? Mm -hmm. Yeah, to, like, it seemed like almost uncreate um, the Pyronite. Right. I think it was around that time that we had started theorizing that time travel would be involved. And by we, you mean Brittany. She nailed this. I mean the collective we, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> Brittany <laughs> the was royal the one who came we. up with it. <laughs> well, the first entry written in this journal, you would think that there would be something that says... Dear Diary. Yeah, Dear Diary. <laughs> it does. It says, Dear Diary, uh, praise to Brieg and all of her design or something like that. Uh, uh, the church has shunned me, but I will... I will. Pr- no. It is a prayer to Yog sothoth That sounds so familiar. What do we got to roll to know what that uh, Religion means? check. That sounds so all right. familiar. I got one. And right now, Jeff from Big Campaign is absolute turding up his pants, man. <laughs> I got a 16 total. You need to roll better, bro. I'm, I mean... <laughs> I have in my notes, Druxolos was selling snake oil, and then something happened. Right. Doesn't seem like snake oil anymore. Nope. Sounds like a genius. That's what they thought. Yeah. Right. Well, Yog sothoth is an outer god of gates, space, and time, as in a Lovecraftian nightmarish being. Yes. Oh. I love What's Lovecraft. Yog, Y-O-G, hyphen, sothoth. I know I'm saying that wrong, but <laughs> deal with it. I'm the GM. <laughs> S-O-T-H-O-T-H. So instead of a Brigite was a sleeper cultist of Yogg-Sothoth. Yeah. Wow. Who started lying to other Brigites to have them come to the Cradle of Quartz, expecting them to revel in, in Brig's design and, and witness some of the you know interesting creation uh, and how time could be observed. Um, he was sacrificing people what? and and you know taking their money and stuff like that. That's yeah, why so that's it what stinks this, like decay. That's what's mm. in this journal is all of his his efforts that go through the manipulations and the lies and all of the cover-ups that he had to do in order to keep selling this and how slowly the church was catching on. Crazy. This yeah. is so the they actually figured it out. Yeah. Ordinal? Yes. Well, there's only 12 slots on, on a, a clock. clock. Yeah. And this is 13. That was the name that he gave himself in He's order outside to, of time. To, to generate some sort of brigade intrigue. intrigue. Yeah, exactly. I think he's still alive in and there. And he's evil. Well, whatever he was feeding those people to is growling inside there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny that you mentioned that, Greg. You turn to the last entry, and it describes a day in Droxelos' life 
where the converts, the people that he had kind of stolen from the Temple of Brig, who believe his, his nonsense, start disappearing. And some of them are turning up dead. Whoa. And some of them are dying from old age who were, you know, healthy and in their 20s the day before. And he's seeing some of them that are being torn apart. And he's setting out to investigate this, whatever this is. But there have been rumors circulating that there is some creature that has stalking the people inside the temple. And his last entry is how he's going to clear out the temple and find out whatever this is. Doesn't sound like that worked out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I have, so, okay. So I, I do have a theory, and this, this kind of works with the randomness of all the time shifting we've been seeing. Bring it on. I'm Each ready. of us experienced a different time delay um, or freeze or Ripple progression or, yeah. or whatever. It seems like it's all random. But after reading that entry, it lines up with what that... Uh, the name of that Nictera, what's her name? Creethney. Creethney, thank you. Was Creethney. saying about the um, interaction um, that she had with, with a monster. Yeah. And she came out old. I'm wondering if the monster oh. causes the time change or the yes. creature. Maybe the, the waves of time that change, that caused us to see the change in the tree. Maybe that came from the monster as we were leaving, like as the doors opened. Mm. What's weird is that Droxolos was there luring people for a while mm-hmm. and things seem to be fine. Maybe he awakened it somehow. That could be. Or he lost control. Or good old Yogg Sothloth Sothoth 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 was uh, like mad. I don't know. Like, What if it could be? What if Yogg Sothoth is the monster? We ain't fighting no Lovecraftian We're gonna fight a god. god. <laughs> Level 25 in Yeah. I hope we don't fight a god. <laughs> okay. I like it. Anyway, that's, my, that's my theory. That's my theory. It's interesting. Well, that, that it also lines up with the end of the concurrent heresy that uh, Athenth Yanalir told you guys about was that suddenly, without any warning, all contact with this temple stopped. And mm-hmm. so they decided at that point it needs to be deleted from right. history because what we were dealing with was not a true and, it, it and honest. It isn't repeatable. Like, it isn't yeah. measurable. Yeah. Exactly. It, it, what it is is it's something that's dangerous and was you know on its face sold to be something worshiping Brig, but truly had some nefarious man he went all the mm. way making yeah. this look like a Brig temple right. it looks mm. like a Brig temple from the outside and yep. there were pilgrims that would come and they would worship and they would tithe and he would sit there on that throne in the inside of the doorway calling himself the 13th ordinal yeah and deceiving everybody that came in as an attempt to and it was either generate more power or, or get sacrifice exactly yeah. But even the people who were on his side and said, I'm in with you, they started disappearing. Dude, something weird's going on, and it has to do with that clicky monster. There you go. Clicky growly. Well, let's put the book in the bag of holding. Before okay. we do that, is there any way we can check to see if there's any, like, secret written text or some sort of... Ooh, invisible ink. Some, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a I good like idea. That. I, I will need a perception check. You guys can all roll. If That's good. Ah. Take turns looking through the book. Just to double check. Sure. All right, this die is going away. Mm, 18 total. Not great. 21 total? Same, 21. 19. Okay. You all take a turn looking through the book, and there isn't any additional scribblings or secret text. Like, there wasn't like a... He kept track of all the accounting in the back, and it's in code or anything like that. It's a pretty much a straight-up journal that you get the impression he was using it to organize his lies and keep ah, everything straight. Okay. That it was not sense. written in code. He expected that no one would be able to find his secret room behind the uh, the throne there. He thought wrong. Here we are. 
Yeah. The sconce turning Lady Chum Follow 5. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funny thing is you're probably walking by and Cal just bumped against it and twisted yeah. it. Exactly. Or his tail. Gradually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As you finish camping, uh, you clean up, you put out your fire, you guys are fully rested. Make sure you rest and prepare. Reset all your Ooh. stuff. In, invest in that ring if it has an investment option. You have That is something we've never talked about before. Right. And magical items require investiture, and you're only allowed to invest a certain amount. I believe it's half your level is, is how many uh, magical items you can invest in, but I need to research that, so it'll be in the chungus. Okay. Chungus. Why would it be there? <laughs> so that's where all them our rules are. <laughs> oh man, I didn't know that. All right, so here we go. You guys are going back inside. Uh, are we going back? Or inside? Are you going I don't back? Know. Are you we leaving? Have to. Are you done? I mean, See we got later. what we need. Why Sorry, Kosawana. Kosawana's in there. Oh, that's right. <laughs> another eight-hour rest has has passed. You were already leaving. I wonder behind. how long it's going to take before Muglin figures out that you guys didn't go to next. Or Geb or wherever you... Mechatar, that's right. Well, he, I hope, it's been a year, possibly. Maybe. You know what I really hope? Or maybe is that, that he went down there and fell in love with a lady and Aww. decided to settle down. Yeah. Aww. He forgot about us. He forgot about us. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that happened. I don't either. He and Angelique actually, like, found... <laughs> found each other? Some <laughs> common interests. In their... Ended up spending <laughs> more time together. And, in their corruption of the law yeah, yeah. And, and illegal activities, yeah. they found love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that tracks. It usually happens in the most unexpected. Yeah. Bonnie and Clyde. That's their story. Yeah. Yeah. See? Makes sense. Plausible. So you go into the entry room. Uh, uh, it's time. It's time. It, it's time. No other it is time. Do you want the answer to the magical invested item limit? Yeah. It's 10. You just get 10? You get 10. It says, or nice. you can extend it to 12 via a feet. Normal limit of invested items is 10. Cool. Well, Varg, there you go. That's one. <laughs> you got a few more to go. Let's go in this joint. Holding hands, of course. All right. You've, you're inside the entry room to the Cradle of Quartz. There are four corridors. They're skinny, five feet wide corridors leading off from this room. Two to the north, two to the south. What do you do? Split up. This music is making me super uncomfortable. Split up. One one of you down each <laughs> yeah. corridor. I'm that sorry. Goes. We're that watching tracks. for clicky, growly monster. I don't know. Someone else Did decide we where we're Did we check this entire room already? Just for yes. everything that could be um, in here? Points of interest, of course, are the three sconces on the wall. Those are what is giving off the pale blue light that you see. And so if you're as you look down the hallway, you can see that there are more sources of pale blue light and it looks like there's the corners. Open the room, right? The the, the small room behind oh, that them. one. Yes, one of them secret. did. One Should of we them. try to push all the sconces? Ooh, <laughs> you don't find any other okay. uh, <laughs> sconce of interest. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm just I stalling. That. It's fine. I think we it's should fine. go. Let's go north first. North? I, well, you want okay? Which which like corridor north? Straight up north? Left or right? Straight. straight north. It's like a Washington true Highway north. right there. True, true north. north. True okay, north. Right, so far. you guys can. Start moving Mark, yourselves there. Looks you, like you head north. Doorways in the hallway. Set yourselves up in that corridor, kind of in a in a marching order. And and as you go up thir- forty feet along this corridor, there is another opening to the left. And five feet past that, so forty five feet up the corridor, there is an opening to the right. At the end of the corridor, you see another blue sconce at the very end, uh, still sixty feet away from you. And yeah, so the whole corridor is. 75 feet long. You guys are about 10 feet, 20 okay. feet in, right? Yeah. 
there appears to be a uh, alcove that opens up, although it's hard to see around that corner because it's so far away. So do we just keep moving down? I could send uh, my spy ring. Already? Ooh. You want to use it? I feel like we should save it. Would you name it? It, it runs for an hour. It does run for an hour. Oh, so you could have it like run all over this joint. And, yeah. and he can, it can go can in whatever say, direction he wants. It functions like a all familiar. all the rooms and come Let's back go. and explain it to me. Yeah, check all the rooms and report back. Would you name it? I don't think that it can collect that level of detail. He's you have to give it a command of check all the rooms come back threats. if you see. Come back if you see a threat. And then you'd have to define what that threat might be. Something with teeth. Okay. <laughs> That's a, this is good because it doesn't have like a whole lot of intelligence or anything. It's just a clockwork mechanism. Return right. to me if you see, and you have to be specific. A time shifting monster. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, anything moving? Anything? Anything yeah, that would that, that make sense? Anything it, okay, else? Makes it more, yeah, I don't. More I don't general? mean to force yeah, yeah. you to like overthink here. This is. Well, a, yeah, <laughs> I started to think of something more specific, like. A clockwork. Well, if you say something, something alive, alive it wouldn't be clockwork. So you gotta say something moving. moving. Makes sense. That yeah. Come back. Okay. If you see let's something do that. moving. Yeah. Come back. If you see something moving. Okay. I like that. Uh, and I named it uh, Sadaku. Okay. Or Sadaku. Oh. It's the the girl from the ring. Because it's the ring. Oh. I thought you were gonna say Sudoku. No, like the evil toilet <laughs> oh, ghost from the oh, ring. Yeah. <laughs> the well ghost. Oh, whatever. Why? Why that name? <laughs> because the movie is called Ring or Ringu. Oh, that's so, a good ring. Sure. Honestly, yeah, that's two layers deep. I get it. No, yeah. that's a different. No, movie. that's grudge. That's grudge. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's <laughs> the yeah. ring's name's Juron. not Juron. It's, it's. Oh, I hate it. Yeah, that was Sounds great. Sounds like whatever's yeah. in here. <laughs> that was great. All right, as good you movie. send the clockwork spy out, um, Sudaku. Sudaku. As Sudaku flies off of your ring finger, <laughs> are you wearing it on your pinky? Is oh it, yeah, that's uh, pimp, baby. It is right. It's got like a baggy pinky <laughs> ring. You know. Go get him, baby. Is that, <laughs> sure. So sure, as you flare your pinky out into the sky, Sadako, go check S- these Sadako turns around. Come and back if you see anything moving. It's almost. It looks at you for a second in its little robot form, and it's almost like you could hear it say, "We'll see you next week." <laughs> oh, next week. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Oh, that was. Oh, <laughs> oh I did jerk. not get it until I got it. Okay, uh, love I'm you here. guys. <laughs> Dice of Thunder and the Dice of Thunder podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Dice of Thunder and the Dice of Thunder podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com.